0: Welcome back to Ali My Show guys, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations so that they can achieve high performance in sports. This is episode 400. Always have a chip on your shoulder, develop a laser focus in your career, and learn to become an adaptable athlete. The <music> one in history, as one of the greatest boxers ever, he is the first former midweight champion to become heavyweight champion of the world in over a hundred years today on the show guys american superstar roy jones jr there are very few boxers in history who have achieved unprecedented feats in the long history of the sport you think Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather Jr., Manny Pacquiao, Oscar De La Hoya, Vasily Lomachenko, and a few others who have done things that others have not been able to do in the history of the sport. Roy Jones Jr. is in that bracket as well. Jones, as with many American youngsters, started boxing at a very early age. In 1984, he won the U.S. National Junior Olympics and also won the National Golden Gloves title two years later. He had a stellar Amateur career, finishing it with 121 wins and only 13 losses. It was only natural that Jones would go on to represent the US at the Olympic Games. That chance came in 1988 in Seoul. Jones dominated every single fight and route to the final, where he controversially lost to Park si Hon, who, of course, was South Korean. Till today, it remains one of the most controversial boxing decisions in history. Many people are still calling in 2019 for the results of the 1988 Olympic Games to be overturned. But obviously, that hasn't happened. It was clear to everyone that Jones had clearly won that fight. Shortly after that, Jones turned professional as a junior middleweight and had the determination to prove that the Olympic Games judges were wrong. He started his career with a 16-0 record with 16 knockouts his first real test came in 1993 when he faced future hall of famer Bernard Hopkins Jones won that fight by unanimous decision to become IBF middleweight champion of the world it wasn't until 1997 that Jones would suffer his first professional defeat when he was disqualified in his bout against Montel Griffin who at the time was also an undefeated boxer Jones had knocked Griffin down but followed up with two punches while Griffin took a knee in the rematch five months later Jones left no doubt, knocking Griffin out in the first round. Jones continued his impressive run, defeating the likes of Virgil Hill, Reggie Johnson, Glenn Kelly and Clinton. Just to name a few, when many thought that Jones had achieved it all, he stepped up two-way classes to heavyweight to defeat John Ruiz and win the WBA heavyweight champion of the world. He became the first man to start his career at junior middleweight. And go on to become heavyweight champion. Of course, he became the first man in over a 100 years to be a former middleweight champion. And also to become the heavyweight champion of the world. After the defeat of Ruiz, Jones suffered inconsistent results due to his age. And the fact that he fought on too long. He went 2-1 against Antonio Tava. Losing 2 and winning just 1. Which, of course, was sketchy as well. He got knocked out by Glenn Johnson. And, of course, he also lost to Joe Calzaghe. In between that, he defeated a faded Felix Trinidad. Despite fighting into his late 40s and even almost 50, Jones would mostly be remembered for being untouchable in his prime. In the 90s, he was pound for pound the best boxer in the world. He is the only boxer in the era of CompuBox, which is a system that tracks the number of punches thrown and all of that to avoid getting hit at all in a particular round in boxing so in a three minute round he wasn't hit once no doubt his greatness remains on tennis today is your mentor guys and there are three lessons that i want you to learn from roy jones Jr. Now, of course if you're a big boxing fan then you'd have listened to the episodes that we did on vasily omachenko the episodes we did on manny pacquiao the episodes we did on of course floyd Mayweather jr and of course mixed martial arts as well We have looked at conor mcgregor john jones we looked at anderson Silva, ronda rousey many of all these other great athletes well you see one of the things that you know fascinates me and you know i was looking for an athlete Uh, to look at in terms of episode 400 of course so many athletes uh, came to mind but you know you guys are the priority you know i want to see the things that you can learn from uh, the things that will be beneficial to you going forward 2019 is almost at the end you know so you have what three odd months left it's very important for you to maximize every opportunity that is left this year so that you can make the most of it, achieve the goals that you have been chasing. That's why I chose this episode. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Roy Jones Jr. is always have a chip on your shoulder. I don't know if you guys remember, but you can go back and listen to the episode we did on Tom Brady. And one of the things that we talked about when we looked at Tom Brady was that this was a guy who was drafted. 199th pick overall. He was drafted in the sixth round. And you see, when his name was called, got up there, took the jersey of the team, know and all of that was congratulated by his team you see he left that place with a chip on his shoulder and said look you guys picked me 199 right don't worry i am going to prove to you that i'm the best decision that the team made and that every other person that overlooked me made a massive mistake of course guess what tom brady He's still playing currently, and he's 42 years old. So when, they were, when he was asked, you know that, look, you've won five Super Bowl rings. You've won four Super Bowl rings. You know, you have all these enormous records in the NFL. Nobody's going to touch you. The only blemish that anyone can say is that Joe Montana, who people argue is the greatest quarterback in NFL history, never lost a Super Bowl final. But guess what? Joe Montana only won four Super Bowls. Now you have won five. You've won six. You know, why, why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep going? You know, and he said, look, I have that chip on my shoulder, you know, to prove to people that I am the best, to prove to people that I am good. Now, let's come back to Roy Jones Jr. as well. You see, when Jones went to the Olympics in 1988, and of course, he lost that controversial final to the South Korean athlete, who, of course, you know, the Olympics was in Seoul, you know, and the guy knew that he didn't win that fight. Jones, you know, had knocked him down in that fight. The guy had taken a standing eight count. He had pummeled him all the way through, and all of a sudden, the guy wins the fight everyone in the stadium was disappointed jones was disappointed you know and even on the way out of the arena you know jones asked the guy through an interpreter and he says you know man to man i just need you to answer this for me did you think that you won that fight of course the guy said no no i didn't win the fight you know i'm sorry that the judges did what they did you see from that point on roy jones jr had a chip on his shoulder moving forward that look i'm going to prove to people how good i am i'm not going to leave any doubt and that's why he started his career 16 wins 16 of them by knockout he wasn't going to get to a point where he was going to leave the decision in the hands of the judges so that they now say maybe he didn't win maybe he won by split decision or maybe he lost the fight he always had a chip on his shoulder you see that's one thing that is beneficial to every single young athlete you see you have gone through some sort of experience in your career, however short it might have been, however long it might have been, whatever it is that you've been through, you're going to have gone through a spell where there's something that you did not like, or there's something that you are always trying to prove. You see, you need to use that as a motivation for you. You see, so that when you get to the point where, you know, you want to slack, or when you get to the point where you want to take it easy, or when you get to the point where you want to slow down, when you remember that chip on your shoulder, it kind of refocuses you. So when Roy Jones Jr., you know, goes into any fight and he remembers that 1988 Olympic game final where of course won the silver medal you know it's going to be very very disappointed this also reminds me of floyd Mayweather jr who also went to the olympics came out with a bronze medal of course it was clear to everyone to see that in that semi-final floyd Mayweather jr had absolutely demolished his opponent he absolutely won that you know and he deserved everyone thought i was going to go on to win the gold medal Mayweather started out his career in boxing and said look nobody is ever gonna beat me again? Guess what? Finishes rec- finishes fighting career with a record of 50 and oh, guys, you always have to have a chip on your shoulder, something that you want to prove. You see, it's good for motivation. It's good to keep you going. So the times that you think that you're sleeping, of course, one of the chips. The shoulder that I always recommend to every single athlete is that think about what your competitors are doing at this moment in time. You know, so when you don't feel like going to the gym and you want to sleep, think about it. You know, there's one guy in the far corner of the world who you're planning to meet at the Olympics or at the World Championships, or who is vying for the same position that you are going to vie in in any club that it is in the world. So let's assume it's football. So, you know, you're 18, you're 19, you're 20, you know, and you're training to get into a particular club so that a particular club signs you. Guess what? There's another guy on the other side of the continent in what whatever country it is who is also thinking and dreaming and vying for that same position as well you see they are going to be training while you are going to be sleeping is that really what you want always have a chip on your shoulder guys first first lesson and i want you to learn from roy jones jr second lesson guys is develop a laser focus in your career develop a laser focus in your career when roy jones jr was interviewed i knew they were talking about his run in boxing how he started out what were the things that he did you know he said something profound we have something that i picked out and that's what that's the lesson i want you to learn now is where he said look i trained for nine years to prepare for that olympic games between, between the ages of 10 and 19 i trained for the Olympics now you guys are going to remember you know I've talked about this time and time again that Michael Phelps at a particular point in preparation for the Athens Olympic Games in 2004 trained consecutively for five years so he didn't miss any single day Monday to Sunday always straight Monday to Sunday well, the only time I've ever taken a break was maybe he was ill or something but as long as he was good he was there training, went to those games and he dominated, won 5 gold medals, then it was in the next games that he won 8 gold medals, I think it was 4 gold medals that he won at Athens. What's the point here guys? You have to develop a laser focus in your career. You see, I see too many young athletes these days that are not focused. You see, uh, you want things handed to you, you want to be great, you want to achieve success, but then you don't want to put in the work that is required. you to get there imagine a guy who trains from the age of 10 to 19 just to get to the olympic games you know what kind of dedication would you have had what kind of level focus would you have developed imagine michael fields every single day for five years missed birthdays family engagements weddings or anything that you could think of that would have been fun that would have been something that you would have wanted to enjoy he missed all of that all because of his goal to get to the olympic games and guess what he went there and of course the rest as they say is history same thing uh, with roy jones genius started out his professional career after the disappointment of the Olympics, you know, and he went on to bash every single opponent. Before his career I took a downward spiral, he was 49-1. and one, And the one defeat that he suffered was that disqualification against Montel Griffin. Guys, you have to develop a laser focus in your career. You see, one of the things, you know, that is going to do you well, one of the things that is going to get you from where you are, where you need to be the points that you're ultimately going is that dedication and that focus because you see with the discipline that you're going to have with the discipline that you develop to do things the way they're supposed to be done when they're supposed to be done that is what sets you apart from every other athlete that is competing with you all the competitors that are trying to do the same thing that you're doing that is what is going to set you apart from each and every one of them that's the second lesson that i want you to learn from roy jones jr develop a laser focus in your career and the final lesson guys that i want you to learn from roy jones jr is learn to become an adaptable athlete now you see if there's any asterisks, so to speak, to Roy Jones Jr.'s greatness, you know, so like I said in the intro, you know, he's one of the greatest boxers in the history of boxing. Many people put him behind Mohamed Ali. Many people put him in the conversation of Floyd Miller Jr., Manny Pacquiao, Sugar Ray Robinson, and all these other great guys. But you see, if there's ever any asterisks, it was the fact that once Roy Jones Jr.'s speed and athleticism left him, you know, he became an athlete, he became a boxer rather. That everyone was able to beat. So as, it, as at the time he fought um, Antonio Tava, the first time he was 48 and one. So his lone defeat uh, was, of course, the disqualification that he suffered against Montel Griffin. Of course, he had gone up to heavyweight uh, to defeat John Ruiz. Now at that point, everyone said, "Look, you've achieved everything that you're supposed to achieve. You know, now is the time to retire. Now is the time, you know, to take a step back because you are already on the decline." Well, he fought Tava the first time he won. You know. Second time I was going to fight Tava, got knocked out in the second round. In his return fight against Glenn Johnson, got knocked out in the ninth round. In the third fight against Tava, he lost again by unanimous decision. I see what one, what everyone has said is that you see Jones only relied on his speed. And his athleticism, his boxing fundamentals were not that great, which means that he was not able to adapt to stop using that speed and stop using that athleticism to return to the boxing fundamentals of, you know, trying to hit and not being hit. So, you know, many of the defensive wizardry that he exhibited over the course of his career, many people attributed that to the fact that he was very fat. He had so much athleticism as an athlete now of course i'm not going into the discussion of whether or not uh, roy jones jr deserves to be in that discussion it doesn't deserve to be in that discussion whichever one it is nobody's going to go into that right now but see the point i want you to learn guys is that you know depending on the sport that you play you have to learn how to be adaptable so you have plan a you have plan b you have plan c you know there's so many things that you can do if you look at floyd Mayweather jr you know over the course of floyd Mayweather's early career you know it was this guy who had fast hands and he was knocking people out When, of course, he had his hand problem, where, of course, you know, you would often break his hands and he had brittle fingers and all of those things, he was able to adapt his fighting to be purely defensive. The times that he needed to be rugged, to get into a brawl like he did against Marcos Maidana, he did that. The time that he needed to be smart and cautious against Manny Pacquiao, he did that. The time that he needed to be aggressive against Canelo Alvarez or maybe it was Andre Beto, he was able to do that. Guys, you have to learn to be an adaptable athlete so that when people figure out uh, the thing that you have made or when people figure out maybe uh, your best asset so to to speak and they try to neutralize that of course you can come around with something else and still achieve the victory that you deserve if for example you know over the later part of Roy Jones's career now nobody said look when it was past his prime that he still needed to be as great as he was when he was in his prime no nobody's saying that what people are saying is I see once that speed and athleticism left he wasn't able to do anything again so you know being the fighter that will be cautious you know and will just rely purely on his instincts and you know try to hit win fights ugly and all of that this is a guy who was knocked out by enzo mackerel he lost to joe calzaghi the only person that he beat was a faded felix trinidad even in the second fight against bernard hopkins who was 50 something at the time he still lost that fight guys i'm not taking away from the greatness of roy jones jr what i'm saying is i learn to be an adaptable athlete you must be able to adapt as an athlete so when one of your assets are taken away either by nature either by time Either by the opponent, you are easily able to switch to something else because, of course, your fundamentals are right. So that's another thing, guys, that you should learn is that let your fundamentals be right so that you can easily adapt, so that you can easily get to the point where you're not overly reliant on certain things. Well, pe- People have criticized LeBron James so many times, and this was earlier in his career, that, you know, it's all the speed and the athleticism that is there. Right. guess what, LeBron James is not as fast and as athletic as he once used to be. But this is a guy who relies on his court generalship, his IQ, his sport IQ, the understanding he has for basketball and that is what keeps him relevant till this day as one of the greatest basketballers ever to do it. You see the likes of Russell Westbrook. Now that's a great player, but you see Russell Westbrook relies primarily on his speed and his athleticism. When that leaves, as he gets into his 30s, then what is going to be happening? Of course, it's exciting to see athletes with speed and athleticism, but you see the point I'm making, the points that everyone wants to see or everyone makes note of is the fact that when that is gone what then happens number three lesson guys learn to be an adaptable athlete so three lessons guys that i want you to learn from roy jones jr first one always have a chip on your shoulder develop a laser focus in your career and learn to be an adaptable athlete head over to the website guys athletemaster.com check out all the other free resources that we have for you there you see all of these things that get to grounding you see you're strong mentally you're strong physically you have everything that you need to be an all-time great athlete to achieve the goals that you want to achieve in your sport, you're going to find all of that there. and Of course, you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't let us rating our review. Please do that, it's very easy, take it less than 20 seconds. If you don't know how to do that, head over to forward slash subscribe. I detail how you can leave that rating and give us feedback, tell us what you're learning from the podcast. Any positive thing, even if it's negative, let us know as well. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, send me an email tola at Don't forget, you want to subscribe, you want to leave that rating review, head over to forward slash subscribe. Atletemashi.com. Slash subscribe. i catch you guys on the next episode of the show Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must go out there, learn all the lessons you can from Roy Jones Jr. today. I want you to go out there and just be a master today and every single day.